I'm Novak Djokovic. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast with Dave Worsley and Tom Cross. Stepanak is your winner in Washington. Roddick Stepanak. He can't believe it. Welcome along to the Kiwi Tennis Podcast. I'm Tom Cross. And I'm Dave Worsley. And an exciting last couple of weeks that we've had uh, international tournaments, plus Kiwis doing well. And a couple of big tournaments coming up this week as well, Tom. It's been busy lately. There's been so many tournaments each week. The guys played, uh, there's a clay event in Europe, in Austria, and there's a hardcore event over in Washington this week. Uh, we had Radek Stepanek winning the 500 event, beating him on Feast, top seed in the final, 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, Stepanek must be, well, he appears to be, or looks, at least 40. Yeah, he's pretty old now. It's the end of his career. Well, not the end of his career, it's unfair. He's, he's not 40. He's uh, probably around, I think, 34, but he looks maybe even 50. Well, he's been, he seems to have been going for ages. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he still wins. Radek Stepanek, the man who gets the uh, interesting ladies, uh, Martina Hingis for a while, and now uh, Vitasova as well. He's so married to her now, isn't he? Exactly. Good on him. Yeah, what good a... win for him as well, and he did his famous worm dance on the courts. Oh, goodness. It's good to see. <laughs> and uh, also pretty good stuff there for the uh, Dutchman, uh, Robin Hasse. Now, he's, he's a big Dutch guy who's really full of talent. Hasn't probably developed as much as he should, but uh, having a win over uh, Montagnas, 6-4, uh, 4-6, in, uh, in Austria. It's a good win on clay too because Montagnas is, is a very, very solid yeah. clay court player. Whereas Hasse is more of a... Well, he's a bit of everything. He's yeah. kind of like a chip charge all over the show. Hits the ball guy. pretty hard as well. But, yeah, good win for him. He's he suffered a lot of injuries the last couple of years. So good to see him actually get his first ATP victory. He's only um, reached the quarterfinals before yeah. on three occasions. So oh, good, good to see him win his first final too. And that's the uh, the first Dutchman to win for about seven years. Just trying to think of the last one. Uh, Jan Simmerich. Oh, it was Michael Verkirk, you know, the guy who reached uh, the Roland Garros Martin, final. Yeah, Martin Verkirk. So Martin, yeah. Yeah. Who did nothing apart from that Roland Garros right. final. And then uh, next to him was, uh, there was Jan Simmerich, who was pretty good. And you had uh, Shin Shelkin, and uh, then you had uh, Alting and Harhus as well. And also Krajcek. Krajcek, yep. Who married a very lovely woman who um, just happened to be in a certain magazine. Uh, she was in James Bond movie as well. Uh, who, Daphne. Daphne Double D Deckers. Oh, wow. Yeah, check her out. So over in San Diego, we had the Carlsbad tournament, and that was won by Ravanska, I mean to say. Yeah, Aggie, uh, whose dad says that she's completely mental um, and needs a psych uh, to actually go through uh, her mental state most of the time, which is probably true, but uh, probably also not the thing that you say about your, one of your daughters there. And uh, beating Zvonareva 3-4, and four, um, solid players were in there, uh, Sheriff Hover and uh, Serena Williams, but not quite coming through. Um, yeah, interesting. Good win for her too. She was the third seed, and Svonareva was the top seed. So, it got down to the big players in the final, and three and four, quite convincing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but Stepanek, now hang on, wasn't this his uh, fifth title and uh, first victory since two thousand and nine? And here he is talking courtside with his post-match interview. Radek, I think we could see just how pleased you were at the end of the match with your celebration. But can you put it into words what it means to you to win here in Washington? It's, uh, you know, it's my biggest win in my career so far, you know, and it's coming in the later stage of my career. So uh, it means so much to me that uh, I'm uh, capable, uh, even in uh, this age, to play such a great tennis and beating the guys from uh, top ten and winning title. It's, uh, it's a really amazing feeling. What's your assessment of, of your game and, and how you think that you've progressed over the last few months? And it's obviously been a while since um, you've won a, an ATP tournament, but uh, you must be really pleased with how you're playing at the moment. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, this week I played uh, pretty great tennis. You know, since the first round I was feeling great on the court and 
was uh, just my uh, confidence was growing with uh, with every match and uh, I felt uh, great and uh, you know I struggled last year with uh, mononon clothes and a few other injuries and it uh, takes uh, for the body in uh, such a later stage in my career it uh, takes some time to get it uh, again healthy strong fit and uh, uh, I, get, I put a lot of work in it you know and uh, it's paying off what I'm what I'm very pleased for the Kiwi Tennis Podcast. That'll be the uh, recognisable sounds of Radek Stepanek. Congratulations again. Winning his first tournament victory since 2009. That was back in the San Jose Open over in the States. And he's playing uh, with the rest of the big boys up in Montreal for the 1000 events. Yeah, that's right, Radek Stepanek, after winning that tournament up to 27 as well. And this is the everybody tournament. Uh, it's the first time we've seen Djokovic. Uh, what have we got? Rafa in there as well. Murray Federer. and Federer, yep. Yeah, so the big boys are really there. And uh, yeah, some interesting matchups to start with. Uh, we're well, looking at the first round. What's tough uh, what one are for your Stepanek picks? as well? He's, he faces Lopez first round. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're fun because of course Lopez has been in some pretty decent form of late as well. Uh, also Isner, who's he up against there? Bagdadis. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, will be good. John's been playing very well. He was unlucky um, in his match against Monfils over in Washington. They, they had three rain delays. That game went on for nearly three hours. Um, he, he lost in a tiebreak to Monfils. In the semi-finals, but yeah, he'd be he'd be back serving the bombs against uh, Marcos Bagdatis. Yep, and another one that we've got uh, that we can watch out for. Maybe not the first round, but uh, potentially the third round is Fed against Songer. Now that should yeah. be a cracker it's because cool, obviously huh? Songer took out Federer yeah, Wimbledon. in Wimbledon, so you think he wants some revenge? Yeah, that'll, that'll be a fun one to actually watch. So uh, yeah, some good matchups. Uh, Rafa back on court. In theory, will take on Vadasco in probably the third round. Not too bad there. Probably Burdich, I guess, or Jill Simon in... Uh, That's quite a tough quarter in that one. You've got yeah, Simon playing quite well the f- at the moment. And Ivo Karlovic, always unpredictable with that big serve. Depends if he gets finds his range. But you expect Burdich to come through that bit. We also like uh, Gulbis against uh, Ferrero as one of the uh, good matches. Watch Ferrero winning his first title for a little, uh, little while just recently. So And Gulbis winning too. He yeah. won over in, um, LA. in LA, yes. Yeah, so, so there's some uh, interesting form. matchups. Uh, Djokovic in his quarter, probably Del Potro. They'll be tough. That will be very tough. There'll be a third round match too. Yeah, and then uh, Monfils or uh, Troiki, where he can be a bit Probably streaky. fancy Monfils to make the quarterfinals there to meet Djokovic. Yeah, yeah, some good matches there. So uh, that tournament uh, starts uh, in. Starts uh, tonight. Yeah, Montreal, which is. Uh, you remember that it rotates between Montreal and Toronto. They sort of uh, switch the places there. Worth about uh, $3 gazillion. Or oh, no, actually, it's US dollars now. So, no, worth about $3. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it should be lots of fun to actually watch that tournament and. Uh, have we got any sort of giant killer out of there, Tom, that we can uh, pick up on? Well, I would have said the Canadian young guy, Ranich, but unfortunately he's injured right now, so he's not playing in this uh, this year's event. But um, guys to look out for, I would I would say Golbis. I think he could be a dark horse in that top quarter, at the top of the bottom half. And uh, Monfils as well, another guy who played really well on the hard courts in Washington. So I look out for him. But for me, it should be Djokovic, um, Federer semi-final on the top half, and Nadal, possibly Murray... Maybe Gold Whistle Fish. Fish being quite good on yeah, form lately yeah, too. Yeah. Played Finals. lots of events though. Atlanta uh, champion. And asking, uh, he's also asking Wozniacki whether she has a boyfriend at the moment. Um, Is he's he? married, but um, yeah. What about uh, Bogomolov? Again, he's played quite well lately. He's, yeah, played he's actually l- playing really well. He's pl- another one of these guys late in his career. I think he's 29 or 30 years old. Federer turned 30 this week as well. Um, but um, Bogomolov, or however you, however you say his name. He's just making his name up. He's, uh, he's played quite well lately in the hard courts in, uh, in America. I think he likes playing in front of his home fans. And 
Manorino first round, I th- you should beat him, I think. Yeah. It should be a great tournament. And for me, if I was going to pick a champion, I'd go Rafa. I think Rafa's back. But he hasn't played. Yeah, he hasn't played, you're right, but nor has any of the other guys. Mm. Well, the big boys I'm talking about. Yeah. I, just, I just got a sneaky feeling this will be Rafa's first victory for a while. I was going to say someone aside from those top four. And I'm going to go Matty Fish because he's been playing. So there's my reason there. Matty Fish because he's been playing. You're going for Rafa. Well, these guys have been training as well. You well, must... yeah, but I was just going to go for someone who actually played. Um... No, that's fair <laughs> enough. I think we'll find out so in a week's time. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. Well, let's look at the girls um, over in... Uh, well, they've got the uh, alternate tournament side as such. Uh, Toronto. Toronto, yes. Yep, uh, over two million bucks US there. All the biggies there. Venus Williams, though, having to pull out with a viral infection. So it's uh, was she's up there, probably going to play Wickmeyer in the second round. We do have as our second seed, uh, Kleisers, back on the court as well. Good to see her return. Yeah, now interesting matchups here to start with as well. We've got, uh, um, yeah, a couple that I'm uh, quite looking forward to seeing. Um, well, there we go. Petrova's up there against uh, Jaco as well. Yeah, she's up against her, our Australian uh, Slovak friend. Petrova won in uh, the City Open in Washington, didn't she, yeah, a few couple weeks ago? Yeah, that was a tournament, though. Um, well, she still won. She beat Shahi yep. in the final. True, true. Okay, we'll give her that one. Um, we do have some woman called Serena Williams. Haven't heard of her before. Mm. Up against Alona Bondarenko, and then the winner of that takes on the winner of a very good match. And Williams still not seeded. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, bad luck. Uh, Julia Gurgis takes on Yelena Jankovic. Great first up match. And, of course, the winner of that, as we said, takes on Serena Williams. And if they win that, then they'll probably take on Kim Kleisters. Oh, bugger, what a tournament draw that is. Williams is back inside the top 100 now. She's ranked 80, so ah. she's still a long way off getting those seedings. But two quite spectacular first-round matches that I'll watch. Um, it just happened to be Flavia Panetta against Maria Kirilenko. And, oh, uh, Maria Gisella, Kirilenko, yes. Well, and, and Flavia. I do like a, Flavia's a lovely person. Uh, Gisela <laughs> Dukol and uh, Daniela Hanchikova. Pretty good first-up matches. Don't care if they don't get a ball in. They're just great matches to watch. They're worth watching anyway. Semi-finals there as well. Um, a bit of a first match back uh, since Wimbledon. She's been at the, uh, what is it, the under-14s, under-16s um, World Juniors because uh, the Kiwi girls all got photos with her. And it was pretty cool. She was, uh, that was in Eastern Europe and uh, Kvitova was there. And it was quite funny seeing these girls just going, wow. Well, she's uh, a new star, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. And she's a um, very friendly and uh, laid-back kind of person. So... Uh, yeah, she's in the draw. It'll be interesting to see how she goes. Do you think she'll make the semi-finals? Uh, yeah, she's got uh, Radvonska in that uh, quarter as well. She's got Zvonareva, Radvonska, uh, Petkovic as well, who's been in good form, although throwing up on the court or just about. She made the semi-finals in Karlsbad. Yeah, and she um, had to run off the court and go throw up. Nice. Yeah, class. So on, is that on YouTube? Uh, I haven't seen her vomit on YouTube, which is probably quite good. Okay. <laughs> so um, who are we looking at there to win? It's a tough one again, you know, like like with the men's, the uh, Wozniacki hasn't played for a while since she played on clay, of course. She loves playing those clay events. Um, Kim Kleiss hasn't played for a while. Skivoni hasn't played for a while. Yeah, um, you think Azarenka Sharapova that quarter has both those have played plenty of tennis. Bartley there too. For me, it's a really open one. I probably fancy Serena Williams. Uh, yeah, Sharapova perhaps. Uh, we've got Bartley there and her quarter of the draw this is a very open draw I mean this is one where you throw your money and spread it wide I think so yeah I think it's a really hard I haven't seen the odds but I think it must be pretty tough to pick a favourite yeah um, yeah <laughs> Wozniacki perhaps but again as you said before on yeah. what form yeah exactly but 
you, she's consistent. Okay, here, here's, here's my bet on this one. No one's going to win it. There you go. I don't have to pick anybody. <laughs> so let's just go to the rankings then. Um, no one's changed. Hang well, on. no one's played really, well, have no they? No one's played. Not the top end. Yeah, I'm looking at the girls anyway. I mean, the guys, um, there's been one little change. Uh, the girls, we've had Petrovic and Stosis switch. Eh, Radvonska has gone up one place after winning. Oh, looking at my friend uh, Sabine uh, Lisicki, she's up to 21. We like that. Uh, she's been playing pretty well, too. Uh, let's have a look. Um, no one really anything major. We like to know who's number one, uh, 100 in the world. Uh, Vavara Lipchenkova, who is uh, American, but she's not. She's actually... Uh, it's a good American uh, name, that. Yeah. You know, a hearty American name. Uzbek, I think. But with the men's, like again, not much movement in the top 10. Radit Stepanek's halved his ranking by winning the Washington event. He was 54, now he's 27. And also, Robin Hase has moved up, too. He's oh, moved up nine couple, places. We've got a couple of minuses, though. Uh, we've got Bagdanis down 14 to 40, and Nabandian, he is down 24 to 51. Because they both, uh, they were the final last year in the Washington event. Nabandian uh, being the defending champion from last year. That's right. Hence the drop. We should point out that Donald Young has done a major move up there. He's now up to 89, up 39 places. Donald Young, he defeated Artem Sitak in uh, the first round of uh, Washington. He did, yeah. Yep. After Seatuck qualified yep. too. And uh, Young actually played pretty well to get through to, I think it was the quarterfinals. Semifinals. Semifinals, yeah. yeah he lost to the eventual winner, Radek Stepanek. Yeah. So uh, pretty good stuff there. I thought it was nice that uh, Patrick McEnroe actually tweeted to Donald Young before his semi-final saying good luck you know yeah, after what yeah, happened yeah. on Twitter recently he didn't get a tweet back saying bugger off you bastard I still don't like you well I don't think he tweeted at him he just <laughs> sent a message of support but yeah it was nice it was nice to see the uh, the USTA supporting a man who's been rather kind of let's say yeah. hasn't hold back his feelings but no no not at all uh, number 100 is Michael Russell the Kiwi Tennis Podcast Robert Kendrick American player who's been done yes. for drugs or doping now, this is but, ridiculous, I think. Well, it's, it's a silly one. Now, the thing is, I've actually dealt with Michael Russell, but he's a very... He would be the first to admit if he's screwed up. Kendrick, you mean? Yeah, Kendrick, yeah, sorry. I've, um, he'd be the first to admit that he's mucked up. What he did, he took a, a pill for jet lag. Well, this is what he says he did. Took a pill for jet On lag. On the way to Wimbledon, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, took that. It had some substances which could potentially be used for masking, and they were very minor. The the issue has been that you know he he's been given the same punishment as uh, what's what's the man Wayne uh, Desnick yeah Desnick who brought in um, growth hormones into Australia who's now back on the circuit yeah, back on the he's circuit so he's going to have the best ranking from going from zero up to about a hundred and yeah. one hundred and fifty now so what they're saying is hey this dude who made a stupid mistake yes he should still get punished but not to the same extent as the guy who had human growth hormones who got his uh, sentence cut back because he had said he had spilled the beans on other people. Yeah. It seems really unfair on Robert Kendrick. Okay, guy was a bit silly. Should have checked. Yes, a bit jet-lagged, a bit tired. Took something to think, hey, I just need to get off the plane and feel a bit better. I've got to go and play. Okay, yeah, he said he'll accept, he'll give back the prize money, he'll accept his punishment, but... Two years, it's not fair. You know, and he's about 30-odd, just over 30. That's his career pretty much gone. Yep. He's just outside the top 100 too. So you've got to think, do you show leniency or what do you do? I think it's got to be case by case. And in this example, yep. I think you really got to sit him down, as you say, take away the prize money. Yep. But he said he'll pay it back, you know. So yeah, it's not fair. He Actually, he was inside the top 100 for the US Open yep. when the draw, uh, the, the six weeks projected rankings were made. So he would have qualified for the yep. main draw, which is really unfair now because someone else will get his spot. Yeah. So, yeah, bizarre thing, and it's just um, drugs and sport, and it's, it's a real shame that someone like that has to be punished. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. Looking towards the Kiwis, Marina Rakovic now up 
to, where is she in the world? 90. Wow. Yeah, she was 100 last week and now up to 90. So Fantastic. She's been playing so well of late. Yeah. She uh, made the second round of Carlsberg, San Diego, by qualifying and then lost to Rosano, uh, 6-1, 6 I guess she, you know, she could have been there, whatever. You know, you have these losses. Well, she beat Vashnina, didn't she, in the first round? Yeah, yeah. So um, it was a good win. Yeah, that was a good. It was a thrashing, actually. I think it was like about one in love or one and two or something like that, and that was good. Uh, unfortunately, trying to qualify for Toronto, uh, she got bitten by Katerina Bondarenko fairly easily as well. She will be playing doubles with uh, Gurgis. So, uh, yeah, they could do okay in that. I'm not too sure who they're playing just yet. But uh, good on Marina for doing so well. In many ways, I was actually hoping that she wouldn't do so well in singles in this tournament because she's probably going to need a bit of a break before trying to qualify at the US Open. Well, she'd be one of the highest seeds. Yeah, there'd have to still be a few people pull out for her to get in, uh, probably like about another five or so maybe, I don't know. Uh, but still, let's hope that she actually does qualify and uh, makes it into the US Open. After her current form, I think she should get through those three matches. Uh, yeah. That might actually help her get win the first round match yeah, if she does qualify. It do. So it can be a yeah. it can be a good thing qualifying. Because the US Open can be a little bit uh, swirly wind even on the outside courts as well. So hopefully there, Marina Rakovic. Uh, just looking now at uh, also Sasha Jones playing. Uh, she was, or she became the uh, tennis player of the year, the female tennis player of the year at the New Zealand uh, Tennis Awards on Friday night. Quite she a swanky is, do, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, well, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we didn't have too much of the uh, floating on the floating pavilion, but uh, you did happen to have a couple of uh, bottles of wine under each arm. Um, that's when you, <laughs> that's when you didn't have them under each uh, in your hands. Uh, but, uh, yeah, congratulations there to Sasha Jones. And then Mike Venus, the New Zealand number one, uh, was given the award there for um, uh, being the male player of the year. But uh, Sasha's currently in, uh, what is it, Binghampton in the Challenger there. Mike Venus, though, as we just said, he played in the Vancouver Challenger. He lost in the uh, first round of the main draw. Artem Sitak, though, he's uh, up about uh, one place in the ranking. Doesn't count much. It's a shame because he's been playing the actual yeah. ATP events. Yeah, so I'm surprised that didn't actually give him anything. I guess the problem, though, because if you lose first round qualifying, you don't actually get that many points. No, we don't get any points at all in qualifying in ATP. But... Um, he made it through and lost to Donald Young as we said uh, beat Nicholas Massu uh, that was in Washington and then just unfortunately he lost to uh, Tobias yeah, Tobias, Tobias Kamke, yeah. Kamke in uh, Montreal so got a but he won the gone. first set 7-6 this guy's yeah. ranked 60 odd in the world yeah yeah exactly so getting good experience there Ruben Statham though um, playing a lot of doubles not doing so well in singles though um, yeah so hasn't really done much singles wise for quite a few months actually yeah, he's won quite a f lost quite a few games. He obviously won his Davis Cup match. Yeah. But uh, he's lost um, a lot of first round qualifying in challenges or f first round in challenges. But he won back in June in Croatia. Yeah. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. I was saying about Rafa, he's uh, literally back on the circuit in many ways to play, but also on Twitter. Yeah, he joined Twitter this week. And within uh, 24 hours, he'd accumulated 150,000 followers. It's pretty Amazing. spectacular. That had been after only one tweet. <laughs> Amazing, huh? And since then, he's, he's uh, sent 12 tweets, in one in Spanish, and then followed up in English, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, Djokovic uh, sends quite a few as well. He He's really in, into uh, tweeting. Uh, not too sure about Andy Murray, but uh, Fed is about the only person that doesn't actually have one uh, at the moment. The only player in the top five who doesn't tweet. But he does, he does do quite a bit on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And I think he has... What, like 10 million fans on his Facebook page. So God. he does send pictures on there and things. I just found out who uh, Arakovic is playing in the doubles. 
Yep. Uh, they're playing Kuznetsova and Havlyachenkova. Oh, uh, nasty. Nasty yes. Pavlyachenkova. And if they win that, which is that easy first round game, they'll play number two. Okay. Uh, Panetta and Doko. Okay, well, there's so, some good stuff there to see the Kiwis. On. The, the thing that I like is to actually see the Kiwis on the court. Yeah. Playing. I don't care where they're playing or who they're playing. It's just uh, good to see them on the court. The Montreal and Toronto big events happening right now as you listen to this podcast. And we'll be back wrapping up this event and also talking about the Cincinnati event coming up the following week. I've been Tom Cross. And I'm Dave Worsley. And this is the Kiwi Tennis Podcast. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. With Dave Worsley and Tom Cross. 